I'm sitting down with uh, with Mike, uh, founder of the the Evans Group, and I'm sure many other other things as well. And so uh, uh, we're here, and tell us where, where are we at right now? We're at the uh, Camus Hunting Ranch in Sonora, Mexico. Yeah, and and you've been here you've been here a few times, right? Yeah, I've been coming here for about 15 years. And what's uh, What's the draw of keep coming back here? I mean, that's, it seems like a lot of uh, times you keep coming back to the same place, huh? Well, uh, like most good things, it's, uh, it's, it's the people, it's the, it's the, the countryside, it's, it's the wildlife. It's, uh, you know, uh, like a lot of people in my generation, I'm 61. Uh, I grew up reading Jack O'Connor and, and, uh, you know, probably fell in love with the idea of Sonora, you know, 30 years before I ever came here. <laughs> and, and I was hearing some stories too. You actually own one of his rifles as well, or, or more than. Yeah. Than yeah, one? I do. I, I have a Jack O'Connor rifle, a seven by 57. Yeah. And, uh, so that was that a big part of even growing up, just being into hunting and firearms and that kind of thing too, or when did all that start? Yeah, uh, I realized early on that, uh, you know, I, I, I loved wildlife. Uh, I loved the idea of, of hunting. Uh, you know, it was, it was part hunting, part adventure. I remember as a, as a, as a child, uh, my dad hunted and fished. And when I was about five years old, uh, you know, growing up in Tennessee, we, we used to fish off the bridges at night and, uh, yeah, it was so cold and miserable. I thought, well, I've got to be a hunter or a fisherman. And I don't know if I'm tough enough to be a fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to throw everything I had at trying to, you know, save myself and become a hunter. <laughs> <laughs> that's some, that's some hardcore fishing. Right? <laughs> that, that was tough. It was tough. They didn't have the clothing and the, yeah. <laughs> all the gear, you know, back then you just, uh, you just hung out on that cold bridge over the river and toughed it out, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, uh, for starting off the, uh, starting up the Evans group, what was the kind of the motivation or, or, uh, desire that kind of brought that about? Well, uh, at the time, it was to, you know, stay in a business I loved. I, I loved everything about uh, the gun business. When I, when I was growing up, I mean, I kind of really wanted to be a sheep hunting guide in the Northwest Territories. And yeah. uh, really, that was all I wanted to do. And, uh, and then I, you know, had a family and I realized they might not love that as much as I did. And uh, I'd always liked the gun business. I always mm -hmm. felt like you know, you know, beautiful animals shouldn't be shot with ugly guns. And uh, <laughs> so I always, always like the aesthetics of the gun business and the people in the gun business. It's really, you know, it's a, in my opinion, it's, it's still a gentleman's business. You know, there's, mm. uh, I don't know how many contracts we operate under that are still, you know, based on handshake and yeah. responsibility to each other. So I always, uh, always enjoyed that aspect of it the people you know the hunting you know sometimes you know you you go to these things and and you know functions and you know with non-hunters or even anti-hunters and 
you know, I, you know, everybody's seen the movie out of Africa, I think by now. And yeah. I remember when I was about 12 years old, I read out of Africa and I was, uh, I remember that Isaac Dennison, you know, the woman that wrote that book at one, there was one sentence in there that said, in my mind, the only true animal lovers are hunters. Hmm. And, yeah. and I believe that I believe that, Nobody truly loves wildlife more than hunters. We'll go anywhere just to see where it goes, yeah. where it's been. So, you know, hunting leads you into, my opinion, the best space in the world. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Sonora, Mexico here. That's... Exactly. Sonora, the Yukon, you know, Tanzania. I mean, you go places and see things and meet like-minded people that basically have, that have, that have built their whole character around the natural world and right. us, you know, uh, you know, the good ones believe and fair chase and the bad ones aren't hunters there's <laughs> there's something else again yeah yeah exactly and what was the so when you first started the the company was there uh, a lot of difficult things you had to kind of go over either just the intimidation or just you were so set on being able to do that that you kind of just got past that stuff or what was the yeah it was uh you know I, at the time, I was a relatively young man in a kind of a older man's business, and uh, and I think it's like all the dynamics of old older men and younger men. I mean, they you know you you always everybody's always rooting for for kids that they recognize the yeah. same drives and instincts in so. Sure. I had uh, I had a lot of mentors, uh, you know. Uh, I, I worked for uh, I started out working. Well, I started out years ago. I worked for Abercrombie and Fitch when Abercrombie and Fitch still sold guns. I tell really? people that now. I never they, knew that. <laughs> they they know they never knew that Abercrombie and Fitch used to be one of the well was reputed to be the greatest sporting goods store in the world and yeah. you know and we saw yeah, an outfitter right in their name and nobody nobody knew that, that was that was the 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 origin of yeah you know wow of that and uh so uh you know i went from there to uh, a rep group that sold uh, uh browning arms company and uh i just met some great people there and when i when it came time to start my own business uh uh, they picked up the telephone and called their competitors for me and, mm. and helped me get started. And, uh, uh, that's, you know, that's, uh, uh you know, n n nobody does anything for them, you know, by themselves. I yeah. mean, it's all, uh, you know, I tell when I hear somebody say, I, 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 me, 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 I always think to myself, if I worked for me, I would fire me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah, that's good. So I try to, uh, you know, I, I, I try to keep that in mind at all times. I mean, uh, you know, we're a, our company, uh, 
you know, we're, we're a service business, you know, uh, we just try to, you know, help where we can maintain relationships, uh, fix problems. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's fun being the go-to guy, you know, if you're the go-to guy, uh, for people's problems, uh, suddenly you find yourself in the service business and the service business always, uh, always is looking for somebody that, you know, wants to work. So right. I've got a great bunch of guys I work with. Uh, uh, you know, we have a, we kind of have a motto. If we can't go to the shot show with them and, and go to a, two weeks worth of trade shows after that, and then go to Colorado and hunt mule deer together for two weeks, we probably shouldn't be working together. <laughs> so it's all pretty much the same guy yeah. in our group. Uh, they all kind of have the same uh, uh, wants and needs. Right, right. And so with the 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 things that you like to do, kind of get to get tied in with the the stuff that you get to do then through through your business as well as far as getting to go hunting and that kind of thing with those people and exactly it's a you know it's 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 nearly vertical alignment everything i like to do you know is you know i mean i've organized my life to where i try to uh, try to live it in this order you know god family work hunting and yeah. the outdoors and conservation as i get older i realize um, that you know i need to be more and more involved with conservation groups um, and that's kind of you know yeah, that's that's my way now of trying to give back more i'm by uh I sit on the boards of a couple of conservation groups and that believe in the North American hunting model. And, uh, that's, that's how I'm trying to give back at this stage of my life. Yeah. And, uh, and when you're getting to go to some of these pretty unique places, is there, uh, uh, either a specific place or trip or, or something, uh, uh, a type of trip that you tend to go back to or you enjoy i mean to pick one favorite i'm sure it's it's pretty hard to do just having been places or maybe you maybe you do have a yeah you know i i think i'm i think i'm i'm most fascinated with uh the arctic um you know i've been close to it several times been to alaska a lot of times but i went to the arctic a couple of years ago and i think that was you know i was I was reading a book about Shackleton, uh, the great explorer, and yeah. he was talking about getting Arctic fever. And uh, and when I was in the Arctic for the first time, after about five days there, I realized what he was talking about. It was just the most complete wilderness that I'd ever been in, and it was it was just uh, yeah, I didn't want to leave. Uh, yeah. I loved it there. Yeah, and and is it. Uh um the allure of of doing things more that are difficult or just that the the ruggedness and the people or what's the what's the draw uh, i think it's uh, really the beauty of nature yeah. uh, you know uh i i love wilderness in any form i think i could i think i can fall in love with almost any country side any setting that uh that 
you know, the closer to wilderness it is, the better I like it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it's just uh, the purity of wilderness. The, the more off the beaten track it gets, you know, the more beautiful it gets to me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, on the, when you're going to these different uh, places, is it, uh, the hunting is the main the main thing that you're going there to do. Or are you doing other activities as well? Or? Yeah, no, you know, I've never uh, I've never enjoyed being a tourist. Yeah, I always feel like uh, you know hunting gives it a a little bit of an objective. It'll make you get up a little earlier. Uh, it'll like I say, it'll make you uh, it'll make you crawl into alder patches and sleep on the frozen Arctic Ocean and. I mean, it'll make you go places you wouldn't normally go if you weren't hunting. You know, I, yeah. you know, I, I read a lot of, well, I, I read anything you know that might interest me about the outdoors, and it always amazes me how you know if a, if the world's oldest human remains get discovered in you know some mountain in British Columbia, usually these things kind of get discovered by hunters. Mm-hmm. You know, they're yeah. the only ones that go that deep and stay that long and right and come back to tell the old stories you know <laughs> i mean it it uh the you know the game will lead you and i say game uh the quarry the animals uh, they'll lead you into places you just wouldn't go if you weren't you know chasing them yeah yeah, yeah. and uh so when you've been able to to go and 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 hunt and and that with uh, where are you wanting to see I guess what you've been able to do inside of your business and also your um, the you know the firearms and the history and the things that you've been able to to learn and acquire is that something that you're hoping to to leave to future generations or what's kind of that uh, uh, you know legacy that you're uh, wanting to do through even through your business and that. Well, I, I, you know, uh, you know, I'm really, you know, like in my business, I'm always, you know, I'm always, you know, pulling for young people to get started in it. I hate it when, you know, when we'll hire, uh, you know, a, a, a really hardworking young person that gets it and, you know, I hate to see it sometimes if they'll leave the industry or something for maybe a better paying job or something. I hate, I hate to lose the talent out of our own yeah. industry, the, you know, the shooting, hunting, outdoor trade. I'm always, uh, I'm always kind of rooting for those young people to, you know, to, to be able to stay in something that I know they'll, they love, yeah. you know, and, and hopefully could thrive in, um, you know, so I try to, you know, I try to advise them best I can. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's, you know, it, it, it's been a great industry uh, for me. I've, yeah. I've been in the gun business, in the, the hunting business since uh, I was sixteen. Really, it's yeah. the only job I've ever had has been in the shooting sports business. And, sure. And uh, I've, I've, I've really never met any bad people. Yeah. I mean, they're they're just a wonderful bunch of people. Yeah, and these the other people that might be looking to 
to start that idea or to kind of venture out into that uh, thing that they have thought about or starting up something new, kind of like what you did, um, do you see there's a, a certain uh, hindrance that, that people have to overcome? Or maybe is there one thing that you've seen stand out above the others that help people to kind of get past that restriction of not wanting to start it off? Well, I think that, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, uh, younger people like yourself, I, 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 I like the way that now they will, they will do 10 things instead of one thing yeah. to make a living. Um, you know, this whole outdoor business, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny now people that, that hunt, you know, uh, uh, younger people, they also ski, they mountain bike, they, uh, you know, they, uh, telemark ski, they snowshoe, they ride snowmobiles, four wheelers, ATVs. I mean, uh, they enjoy all aspects of the outdoors. Um, I like that. And, and they get involved in a lot more aspects of the outdoors. Um, you know, there's such an interchange of information now and, you know, used to, I, you know, my generation, we, we kind of grew up believing what anybody would tell us. <laughs> now you can, now you yeah. can, uh, you can get the straight, you know, you can, you can get the facts on your telephone, you know, yeah. or cell yeah. phone. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, For sure. you know, uh, so, you know, there's so much, uh, information out there. I mean, I think you could, you know, you could, uh, well, I said to my son one time, uh, you know, he was, he was asking me why I always buy the latest generation of cell phone when I probably only use about 3% of what it's capable of doing. You know, he's like, why don't you buy a cheaper tele cell phone? And I'm like, well, um, you know, this is kind of how I'm trying to keep up with technology. I said, but honestly, I'd like to throw a lot of this technology away. You're talking to a guy that would like to learn how to nap the perfect Flint arrowhead. Mm -hmm. And he looked at me and he said, "Uh, there's a YouTube video on that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there is. Yeah. 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 So there's, there's definitely a, you have that draw to more of the, the, the primitive way of things and kind of older vintage type stuff. And, and yeah, I, I love the history of all of it. I mean, it's just one more aspect, uh, you know, the historical appeal. I, I like history. I, um, I, uh, you know, I mean, I think, you know, I think everybody's got a little Huck fan in them. They want to build a raft and float down the Mississippi and, you know, yeah, see what's around the next, <laughs> next bend. And, and uh, I think that's uh, that's the way a lot of hunters are. There, there's a lot of, I mean, honestly, in my opinion, hunting is the last great adventure in this world. I mean, when you're when you're out in in wild country, yeah, um, you you have the opportunity to do the next right thing in all regards. I mean, uh, you can, you can get away with all kinds of things because really nobody's there to 
call you on it. So you 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 build your own ethics. You have your own moral compass. Uh, you decide how you want to fit into this natural world, and you set up your own code. And you know when you break that code. The so-called civilized world doesn't give you that chance that often. Mm-hmm. So that's what I love about the outdoors. It's to me, uh, it's 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 character building. Yeah. You know? It's like my son said uh, just a few days ago. Everything we've ever done leads right up to this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of things that not everybody sees that builds up not only to the things you get to do, but also how you're gonna, you know, set up your your life when no one sees it. And that and that's I like that that connection too of just that time out in the wilderness. It's it's a lot of times it's just you and the and the experience and and it is how you're gonna set it up and hold to that and, and adhere uh, to it. Yeah. 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 You know, you know if you broke the rules. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, and you know it's 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 funny. You know, there's there's things. What's well, not funny? I mean, you know, there's anti hunters that think poachers and hunters are the same thing. No, they're not. Poachers yeah. are criminals. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. like saying criminals and law abiding citizens are the same thing. They're not. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's a. Uh, um yeah it's a it's 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 life for me yeah hunting and the part that uh kind of leads up to the hunt like with this trip um you know you're going over the border and traveling to mexico there's you know a few things to have to to worry about but it's not that big of a deal you know compared to probably some other places what uh would be another more uh, I guess memory or, 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 or story or something of a, of a trip maybe that wasn't quite so easy or access to some place. Have you had any that were, that were really difficult to logistic wise or that kind of thing, just getting to a place to hunt? I went to Paraguay one time and it was, uh, you know, it was a long trip down there. Uh, uh, you know, everything there had, it seemed like when I got in the Paraguayan jungle, you know, number one, I realized <laughs> you can't hardly carry enough water. <laughs> and the next thing I realized is everything here has a thorn on it uh, or, a, or a tick hanging off of it. And, uh, uh, you know, I was, the first night I was sleeping in the jungle, uh, you know, something fluttered. I heard it flutter out of the trees and and next thing I knew it bit me on the chest and we had a, uh, we had a, uh, entomologist with us uh you know a, yeah. a, a, a bug scientist uh-huh. and i heard him say over on his cot his, his hammock i heard him say oh no assassin moths <laughs> and i'm like what's an assassin moth <laughs> and uh you know it was really uh it was it was it was really a great trip uh you know we uh totally ran out of water um uh, we had some uh, we had some steaks and a cooler, and uh, and on ice, and we ended up having to drink the bloody ice water out of the cooler 
and we filtered it through uh, this mate tea that they poured into a cow's horn. We used the tea to filter the water, and we drank it. And of course, forty-eight hours later, everybody's stomach was killing them. But, <laughs> but by the time the whole trip, you know, um, one of my sons found a human skull in the jungle, and you know, he wanted to know wow. if we could take it back. I told him no. <laughs> Put it back. <laughs> Take, put it right back where you found it. Wow. Uh, um, you know, and when it was all said and done, you know, I was I was like trying to talk my wife into moving to Paraguay. It was it was wow. so wild. You know, I mean, I loved it. Yeah. You know, but uh, it was a tough trip at first. You know, <laughs> we had you know we we saw tapir and giant anteaters and. Tagua, which is like a super-sized javelina, and jaguars and coral snakes. And it was, uh, you know, it was a part of the world that I wouldn't have seen if I hadn't been down there, you know, hunting puma and yeah. things like that. So, yeah, you know, it's uh, it, here again, it just it leads you into places outside your comfort zone and and what's great is when you've been there five days and all of a sudden you're comfortable. You realize yeah. you just you just grew a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a that's a big part of getting to go to in interesting places and, and uh that's something that definitely appeals to me as well, is just the the difficulties and the challenges that you have to overcome when you get there. Because you come out of it and you have a much more appreciation for what you have. You get to you look at the rest of life a little bit differently when, you know, smaller problems don't seem that big of a deal when you've experienced something maybe a little bit more intense. But, exactly. Yeah. So exactly. So you can glean a lot of, a lot of stuff that not everybody realizes from hunting. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, uh, and, and I've tried to raise my children around it and, uh, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I reminded one of them one day, uh, you know, he was having a really tough day. And I said, I said, think back. You killed a leopard by yourself when you were 12 years old. Remember how you felt right then? That'll carry you through times like this. Yeah. And that's, that's, um, here again, it goes back to that statement. Everything you've ever done leads to this moment right now. And yeah. so when I'm sitting in, you know, the worst kind of meeting, um, you know, I don't have to be there. <laughs> I can, I can, I can yeah. go back, I can go back to someplace I've been yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and be just fine with it. Yeah, for sure. Well, I know, uh, there's obviously a, a wealth of, of knowledge and stories and, and, uh, maybe we can talk about some of those another time, but, uh, appreciate you taking some, some time out of your trip as we're, wrapping up the Sonora adventure here today. You guys are heading back, uh, back home and, and, uh, I'm sure it sounds like you've been here a few times. You're going to come back, huh? Yeah, as much as I can. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, thanks for taking some of your time and being on uh, the podcast today. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Micah. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you're able to glean some valuable insights from this episode. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review and let us know what you thought and your feedback. We would love to hear from you. If you want to find out more, visit silverlinefilm.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook under Silverline Films. And we look forward to seeing you next week on Silverline 
behind the frame.